0: Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. This episode is brought to you by the Boneyard Huskies Club. The Boneyard Huskies Club empowers athletes while providing UConn fans with access to exclusive community, utility, and rewards. The Boneyard Huskies Club is excited to announce the next collection of student athlete collectibles, which grant membership privileges, will feature UConn football players. For more information, go to BoneyardHuskiesClub.com. That's BoneyardHuskies with a Z, club.com. All right, we are back with another episode here with, with Alex Caravan. So, Alex, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you once again.
0: Yeah, so I know when we last spoke, it was you know early in the season. Now you've gone through the, the games at the Phil Knight Invitational. You had Oklahoma State in your first big home game. Take me through what the past couple of weeks have been like for you
1: yeah it's been a uh, a couple crazy weeks, I will say. I mean, in the Phil Night Invitational playing those, at least for me playing three high majors, my first three high major games were super nerve wracking at the beginning, but I f- it felt great after just the support from my teammates. and um to win it all that's that's all we wanted to do to fly out <laughs> fly out all the way there to win it all. that's that was the goal, and we were just super happy to win it. And then Oklahoma State. It was a great game, Big Big East, Big 12 battle, and um, sold out Gamble. I mean, we have to win when it's sold out, so um, it was just great in general.
0: So what was the Phil Knight experience like? I I know usually when you guys go out to these tournaments, you get to do some things outside of basketball when you have a bit of some downtime. Did you guys get to do anything fun while you were out there?
1: Yeah, it was super cool. Um, We were able to see um, the Nike headquarters. We got a little tour from there, and... um, (laughs) We got a tour as a team of the new LeBron James Innovation Center. And um, super cool just to see the behind the scenes, how they make the shoes, and um, just a brand new building. And um, yeah, it's just super unique.
0: Cool. As you go through those three games there, it seems like each of those teams kind of presented a new challenge for you guys. You know, Oregon had the size, you know, Alabama wanted to jack it up a lot. You know, <laughs> Iowa state was really physical. What was it like going through three teams that were so different in such a, uh, you know, a short span of time there?
1: Yeah, I think it's only going to help us in the future when we get to the big East play. But, um, I think, those challenges they presented to us they won't be any new challenges coming forward like Oregon's probably gonna be the biggest team we play all year yeah <laughs> and like, Alabama they're fast athletic just up and down pace and um Iowa State like you said it's a tough team and um those those short uh time we had to prepare for them just really made us lock in even more on the scale and um if we had one slip up, then a game could have gone in a different direction. So, um, our attention to detail really had to be there for those short periods.
0: Yeah, out of the three, who do you, who do you think was the you know gave you the toughest matchup?
1: For me, I'd say Oregon. Just from having to guard a seven footer every possession, yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never really guarded. I've guarded seven footers a couple times, but for a whole game it was definitely a challenge for me.
0: For sure. So I I saw a little bit of the clip, but. Uh, after you guys win at all where you, you guys are throwing water on on coach and everything what was it like in the locker room uh, after you guys win
1: that locker room was <laughs> that was the happiest locker room i've ever seen in my life we were all so happy for each other i mean when coach came in we threw the water on him just smiling and everyone's smiling um it was just it was just such a good moment for us it just really helped us as a team connect even more and um it was one of the best, probably the best locker room I've ever been a part of.
0: I know when it comes to these teams, it's always tricky to get that chemistry mixed down, right? And it seems like you guys have really started to gel early on, especially for a team with, with so many different pieces. How do you feel the chemistry has come together for you guys, especially so early on in the season here?
1: Yeah, I think it really started off in the summer. Those hard practices that Coach really put us through in the summer really connected us as a team. And then um, we're always around each other off the court, whether it's going to eat, going to watch a movie, doing stuff together as a team. I think that really helped us build a, um, off-court chemistry to where it could translate on the court. And um, I think it's just how we are as people. We're all wired to be competitive people and hate to lose. So um, we built that trust in, trust in each other from the hard practice coach really put us through. And um, I think it's just starting to show this early on the court just how connected we are.
0: Did you think, and you could be honest with me here, it, I, I think everyone had high expectations for this team, but I'm not sure everyone thought it was necessarily going to click this early. Did you guys <laughs> feel like you guys would be this good or like at, at this point in time?
1: I think, I honestly thought we would. I thought we would just from the practices we had, we looked like really good, really early at times. And um even from like some of the past players coming in they're telling us how good we can be and um the returning players too being like we could really do something special like i've seen it like this year something special compared to the other years and um i think it's really showing so we just believed what people were telling us from what we had seen and um we of course had had the belief in ourselves just from how talented we are going against each other every day
0: how do you manage coming back from portland because you see a lot of these teams that go out to these invitationals and tournaments and win them come back and they've got a little bit of a hangover yeah. there and it's a little slow out of the gate i mean you guys punished oklahoma state in that game how did you guys you know keep it going you know you start to get yeah. the talk, Oh, like here's this team you know they're shooting up in the rankings there's just a lot of noise going on so how do you guys still stay focused
1: oh yeah it's hard to not focus on the noise but um I think it's just all credit to Coach Hurley because when we came back um, and had our first practice after Portland, it felt like if someone was to watch it, you, you would have thought we went zero and three. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought we went zero and three, but like, Coach Hurley was acting. I was like, didn't we just win this thing? But um, he really set our mind, and um, he made sure everyone got criticism. He made sure that we were still hungry, and like he kept reminding us that like team um not team people didn't rank you in the top 25 earlier in the year so you still got a lot to prove and um this is like a nice reward for the hard work we've put in so far but we didn't set this season on goals of just winning the pk85 so yeah uh, just staying hungry and just keep moving forward into Big East play and um march
0: so, so you come b- back back from, from Portland, you have those tough practices, and then you get a sold-out gamble. This is your first sellout at, at Gamble as a player. What was it like?
1: It was crazy. Um electric playing in it compared to watching it, but um playing in it, it was unreal. I mean, it really gives you an extra boost of adrenaline and just it makes you want to play so much harder for those fans out there. I mean, they were sitting out there since like 10 a.m. I heard or something. Yeah, I know that's... they were out there early. Yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy against an Oklahoma State team. And um, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it's playing in a sellout. I've never done it before. And um, I hope it continues because it was probably one of my favorite games.
0: Yeah, I think first of many coming up for you guys this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nine games into the season, like you've had some time now to kind of get your feelings around moving up and playing at the college level. How's it been through these first nine games? And then where are you maybe looking to feel like, hey, here are a couple adjustments I can make to my game now that I've got a few games under my belt?
1: Yeah, um, first nine games, I learned a lot. Definitely, I want to adjust more to the physicality. Sometimes I can do better. I know that it comes through the weight room at times over time, but um, just being more physical, being uh, tougher on the glass, I feel like I need to do, and um, just being more patient at times when I have the ball, just making the right reads. Sometimes I could be careless uh, with the pass to Adama, but um, other than that, I think I've adjusted pretty well. I'm the type of player that I don't need, I don't like needed like plays called for me. I'm the type mm-hmm. that just wants to make the right play, and i uh, do the little things to help us win, whether it's making that pass or um, making that shot.
0: When we last spoke, Andre was uh, still out. Jordan was suffering from the the concussion. There, what's it like having those two guys back in the lineup? Because I I feel like I mean, you guys were impressive without them, and it, it seems like you throw those pieces back in it, and it's you're really cooking.
1: Yeah, they they bring us to another level. I mean, Andre, the stuff he does is superhuman i mean he's a freakish player i mean <laughs> we, w- we would watch film sometimes we just slow-mo clips and his head's like, <laughs> above the rim on like certain plays i'm like what the hell? but his energy that he brings to us really just feeds off to everyone else and um the stat the stuff that he does on the court uh doesn't always show on the box score at the end of the game but his presence is always felt and then jordan he's he's instant offense. I mean, he can knock down as many shots as you he want. He's such a talented offensive player. He's getting better defensively and just being so much of a better leader for us. And um, we really needed him to relieve some pressure off of Adama as well.
0: How that, what was that? your thought to that, Andre, uh, the lob he hit uh, to start the game the other night? <laughs> um,
1: so I was the one sitting in the screen in that play, and I seen Andre go by me. And I've seen Trist I had the perfect angle for Tristan through the pass and I see Tristan and I was like no way he messed this up it looked like a terrible pass and then out of nowhere he came and I was like what the hell and I wanted to celebrate but I had to get back on defense so um, <laughs> it was crazy that pass I've seen many crazy stuff he's done before but that's one of that's got to be up there for him
0: what's it like just being on a team that, that's got so many pieces to it where guys can really just come in at any time i mean you see donovan comes off the bench and he, he wins the mvp there uh you, you saw joey hit that huge three the other day like falling into the bench basically you yeah. just got guys all over the place who are able to make plays at any time so what's it like to be a part of a team like that
1: Oh, it's super helpful. If someone's not having a great game, I could rely on someone on the bench who could really step up and help the team win. And, um, it's hard having nine, 10 players like that where you always have to focus in on scattering scouting report on nine guys because all of those nine guys can be super impactful. So, um, super beneficial, really releases pressure off of us at times if we're having a bad game. And, um, It's really going to be such a big key for us moving forward if we want to reach our goals to where we have nine, ten guys who could score double figures whenever.
0: Yeah. So you've gotten your first sellout out of the way, first couple home games. You were in a tournament. Now you got your first road game. How are you you feeling? And what's the prep like heading into a road game at Florida?
1: Yeah. um, We started prepping for them a couple days ago. I'll probably watch their game today that they play. I like two. But um, we're super locked in. I mean, a road game is never easy. It doesn't matter who you play. So um, we know it's going to be a big turnout down there as well. Because they have a great fan base. But um, we've been locked in on them. They're a great team. They're a really good team. They played in um Oregon as well, so we were able to watch them a couple times there. But um, super talented team. They got a good amount of transfers. Good impact transfers. So um, we'll be ready for them. We're excited for that game. I mean, road game. It's always exciting to be. beat another team on their court so we're excited
0: yeah no it it should be a fun one wednesday night uh against Mm -hmm. florida you got that then you got one more game against liu and and then it believe it or not it's going to be big east play Uh, like (laughs) can can you believe we're already getting ready to talk conference games
1: it's been going by way too fast this season's already (laughs) (laughs) i
0: I, i'm curious from someone who's playing in these games, when you have downtime, are you watching a lot of these other teams? Like, are, are you checking out what other Big East teams are, you know, teams have well, got coming up are doing?
1: All the time. I'm a, I love college basketball to where I'm going to try to watch as many Big East games. And then um, I try to watch every other conference too. And um, sometimes it's like, damn, like, I forget what game it was. It was like, we were playing in like Michigan state and Kentucky were playing. they were like, damn, I really miss that. Like I'm such a big fan. It's like, damn. I want to watch that too. But if I don't, I watch the highlights on YouTube all the time, but yeah. I'm always followed. I'm always followed.
0: Um, All right. We've got some lightning round questions. And because I was a little under the weather, I, I, I crowdsourced some of these to social media this week. <laughs> so we, we might have some interesting ones here coming up, uh, okay. but we'll start with this one. It, it, it was pretty cool that the women's team was out there in Portland with, with you guys. What was it like getting to, to hang with them? You know, they showed that they were at your games uh, and, and mm-hmm. then uh, you, you guys both pull off the the championships. Uh, you're flying back and forth together. So what was yeah. that experience like with them?
1: It was super cool. I mean, to have another team that, you know, come in and show support. I mean, they were our best supporters the entire week. They, they were cheering for us. They were clapping. They were standing. They were doing everything. They started to, Caravan, caravan chant down there too. So uh, no, but they're awesome, and um, they really helped us lift into runs that we needed. But um, for them to win it too, it just speaks to how big of a program UConn is. For two of this two teams in the same the same school to win that big of a tournament, I think it's just awesome. And that plane right back was awesome for us too, and it was just all smiles from everyone
0: that's that's awesome so this one kind of goes hand in hand with this one this one uh this one came from Twitter so who who, who do you think would be the toughest player on the women's team to to match up against one-on-one
1: match up against one-on- one on Ooh, right now it's it's between Paige and AZ but I'm gonna say AZ just because of course Paige is battling a terrible injury right now yeah. but, um, we're gonna say AZ just because she's uh, every time I watch, her, I swear she doesn't miss. So you got to guard the shot, and then now she's shown the ability to get to the basket, and um, she's a pretty good defender. So I'm gonna say AZ just because I've never seen her miss. I swear. <laughs> All
0: right, good good answer there. Good answer. <laughs> um, this this is another uh, social media one. You're stuck in an elevator with one teammate. Wh- who would you want to be stuck with in there?
1: Ooh. Hmm. I'm gonna say Andre, All just because. Right he's going to be very determined to get out of there but if we're <laughs> but if we can't get out of there I, sh- I love talking to him and i enjoy talking to him about literally anything so he
0: could awesome. probably like pry open the elevator like climb up the shaft or something yeah like... yeah exactly
1: <laughs> he's athletic enough to figure it out so <laughs> yeah.
0: as you uh have looked back at some film from uh from Phil Knight, uh, have you gotten to hear any of Bill Walton's commentary uh, about you or in the rest of the guys on the team? Because I know he's a very entertaining listen.
1: <laughs> we we definitely heard some of the stuff he was saying. Um, my friends my friends were texting me like all the quotes they were saying they heard during the games too. So it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> we'll just
0: say that. All right. And, and this might be the craziest one that came in but I liked it, so I figured I'd throw it your way because I'm a chicken nugget guy, too. Someone wants, (laughs) and this comes from a dime back, uh, we'll give them the shout-out. They want to know how many chicken nuggets you could eat in (laughs) one sitting.
1: How many chicken nuggets?
0: Yeah, if we're we're throwing McNuggets at you, like... type of chicken nuggets? I'll I'll go McNuggets. McNuggets? That's like the easiest one to throw out there, and and then uh, once you say your number, we'll hit them up and and get you NIL with McDonald's, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oof! I know I could eat a lot, but it's also like I hate eating so much food to where it's like you am a sick, healthy yeah. guy. I like yeah, I'm going to say 25 as a safe number just because I don't want to go above 25 chicken nuggets in one sitting. All <laughs> right. that, We're that, gonna that, say That's good.
0: One. Once you hit 30 like me, then it's like the 10 piece like does does you in. So enjoy it while you can.
1: Yeah, i yeah, I can't do
0: that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get you out of here with with, with this Thank one. Uh, you know, it's certainly been an exciting month. What, what's your message to the fans? These you know next few weeks here, as we you know get ready for this uh, you know stretch run of Big East play, and uh, they continue to come out and support the team.
1: Yeah, um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed how we've played so far, and just how great of a team we're looking so far. But <laughs> we're not settled. We're definitely not settled. We want so much more. And um, the support that you guys have been giving us has been extremely beneficial, more than you guys can imagine. So we want to thank you guys so much. And um, we want to bring more championships home. We want we want to keep winning. And um, we just want to have a great, memorable season. So thank you guys.
0: I like it, and, and I lied. Something just hit me now. I've got to ask, and this will be a quick one, too. What's it like being a part of a 15-0 run? Because I feel like you guys have won every game pretty much now.
1: <laughs> 15-0 runs. I watch them back, too, and um, it's, it's like, the best feeling. It's crazy. The defense can't score on you. The, your shots are hitting. Um the, <laughs> Those are the best. I mean, I can't really put words to it just because, like, we're killing the team at that moment and like (laughs) we've done like I remember the Alabama Alabama run was probably the one that sticks out to me the most to like seal the game that was probably the craziest run I've ever been on and just we were in Portland and it felt like a home game after when we were on that run so it was just awesome
0: That's that's awesome well Alex I, I really appreciate the time as always uh We'll get you, once we uh, get back to Big East play, uh, we'll, we'll get you back yeah. on here and, and start talking some Big East basketball. So I appreciate the time and uh, have a good trip down to Florida.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Kotler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at ctscoreboardpod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.